Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home. We provide you all the information that you're going to need, whether you're building, buying, or designing your new home. Today's topic is Rent on the Rise. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Home Building Hero. So it's kind of interesting. I got a, an article uh, that I found uh, about rent, and it really kind of uh, raised some eyebrows as I looked at it because it's, it's a very in-depth study, and it goes over rental rates throughout the country, and it also shows where rents were and where they're going. And it's pretty easy to see, especially in 2019 here, how rental rates are climbing, and they're climbing pretty quickly. So we're going to go over some of the different areas and what their rental rates will be and what some of the increases are and uh, maybe talk a little bit about why that's happening. So um, they do this study too based on a couple different things. So one is obviously based on city, but then they also base it on a one-bedroom apartment versus a two-bedroom apartment. So you get a little bit of difference on both of them. So let's go over a couple different areas and just talk about what's going on with rental units. So overall, like I said, there's a trend of things in rent in general going up. So just sort of looking at some of the biggest cities with increases, uh, let's go number one biggest increase actually was Cleveland, Ohio. So the base rent was about $692 and went all the way up to $760. So huge increase there. You always got to wonder, is that something like, was there a new project that came out and you know a bunch of new units hit, brand new, higher rent? We, we obviously don't know that. The study won't break that down, but that was kind of interesting to see that big of a jump. A couple other cities on the list for top rent increases for one-bedroom apartments Tucson, Arizona, with uh, nearly a 9% increase. Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, lower 8% increase. Uh, Some of the other notable cities on there were um, Athens, Georgia, Seattle, Washington, and Bakersfield, California. So those are some of the areas with bigger rental increases for a one-bedroom apartment. So um, nothing too surprising on there other than maybe Cleveland with the highest increase and maybe they were just kind of behind because their rent is one of the lowest on the list. So um, that that percentage would go up faster if there's any increases in that market. Now there are a few cities that have decreases in rent and we'll go over a couple of them. So one is Scottsdale, Arizona. So maybe they're moving from um, Tucson to Scottsdale uh, or or from Scottsdale, rather, to Tucson, and it's lowering the rent. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada actually had a fairly big decrease in rent. Los Angeles came up on the list. Now, if you listen to my podcast about the cities people are moving away from, Los Angeles was on there, so that makes a lot of sense that people are just getting the heck out of that city just because it's so expensive. That also was one of the higher rent areas on the list. One-bedroom apartment in Los Angeles averages twenty six hundred dollars so pretty expensive rent area there so i could see why people are moving out to go to lower rent areas another decrease was gainesville florida we did see some exodus from florida uh, from some people uh, on the the city study that i went over as well so kind of interesting there and also dallas texas with a modest decrease as well so just kind of interesting to see 
that you know some of the cities are increasing some are decreasing but the overall trend is that you know rent is going up and especially it's going up more than the cities where it's declining so overall you're seeing a trend line a curve of rental rates going up and that's positive news for anybody that's thinking about getting into the housing market because as rent goes up interest rates are going down so that means that purchasing a home could be a very good investment and you know again if you start looking at if you're paying fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars a month for rent you could have a mortgage on a new home so i think you know, when you see those rental rates climb, people start getting out of renting and they go into buying houses. And then as there are more occupancy rates in these apartments, guess what? As apartments stay open, the rental rate will go down just to fill the room because landlords want their buildings full. They make more money when they have a full building. All right, let's go over a couple two-bedroom apartment uh, rates throughout the country and see what's going on there. And the study actually points this out specifically, and it's kind of baffling to them. Dreary Buffalo, New York, which was also a city that people were moving out of, actually is seeing a 13% increase in their rental rates. So kind of interesting why that's happening there, but maybe they're getting out of homes and uh, going into apartments just because it's more of a short-term uh, type setup versus a home. That's my guess, but uh, it would be kind of interesting to dive further into that. So two-bedroom apartments and some of the biggest increases on rental rates. On the list, we have Buffalo, New York, like I mentioned, with a 13% rate increase. Indianapolis is another one with an over 10% increase on rental rates. And that's basically um, just over the last couple months. So it's going up fairly quickly. Uh, Seattle, Washington with an 8% increase. St. Louis, Missouri, Cleveland, Ohio, we mentioned them earlier. So the two bedrooms are going up as well. And Oklahoma City as well with a 6% increase. So um, a couple different cities obviously popping up on the list with the two bedroom apartments. And number one on the list for cities with two bedroom apartments that are seeing declining rental rates, Los Angeles, California, number one. There seems to be a mass exodus out of that city. So that's showing up not only in homes, but in, in apartments. So pretty interesting there. Um, seeing a decrease in rent again in Vegas. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia actually with the decrease. Uh, and a couple of other ones on the list. Louisville, or Louisville Kentucky and the 2.9% decrease. And then actually from my home state here, Green Bay, Wisconsin, with a decrease in two-bedroom rental rates. So kind of interesting there, but again, we're seeing huge rental rate increases in a lot of cities and modest declines in other ones, meaning that a lot of people are finding apartments to be full. I think people are starting to leave apartments and buying homes if they can afford them and if they can find them. So one other thing to look at when you're looking at a study like this is just to analyze the differences between a one-bedroom and a two-bedroom apartment and, and what what those cost. So if we look at, let's say, Cleveland, Ohio, a one-bedroom apartment, you can get one for slightly under $700. So that's that's you know seems to be a pretty good price. But then you go into the two-bedroom one, and they're really not that much more. I mean, it, for like $760 you can have a two-bedroom apartment. So it's like, why wouldn't you do that? So that's kind of interesting. But then if you look at some of the bigger markets, like let's look at Los Angeles. And um, Los Angeles, a one-bedroom apartment is $2,600. And 
a two-bedroom apartment is $4,400. So it can be pretty expensive in that market. And uh, that, that's a lot of money to, to, to shell out for an apartment. Now, granted, you probably can't buy a house for that payment either out there because homes are, you know, at least, you know, $700,000 for a modest home out there. So uh, kind of interesting uh, how rental rates will kind of go along with housing prices as well. And obviously real estate costs what it costs. So a uh, couple other cities with uh, some some interesting rent differentials or rent. Um, New York, obviously big city, kind of interesting to see where their rent is. A one-bedroom apartment's over $3,000 and you're looking at almost $3,800 for a two-bedroom uh, average rental rate in New York City. Let's do Washington, D.C., another big city, about $2,500 for a one-bedroom apartment. And I was just in D.C. recently, and I saw signs out, and that's right about the rate that uh, I was seeing on the rental signs there. And you're looking at over $3,500 a month for a two-bedroom apartment in D.C. Chicago, Illinois, about $1,800 for a one-bedroom versus about $2,200 for a two-bedroom. How about Miami, Florida? About the same, $1,800 versus $2,200. And let's do uh, Portland, Oregon, kind of go on the West Coast area. You're looking at about $1,400, so that's a little more modest, uh, and $1,800 for a two-bedroom. And let's find an outlier here, some lower-priced areas. If you're looking for lower-priced rentals in the market, uh, you may want to look at Tennessee, uh, Louisiana, Tallahassee, Florida, um, Georgia has lower rental prices. Oklahoma seems to be a little more affordable down there. Um, Montana, North Dakota, Indiana, very affordable markets there as well. So those are some of the more affordable markets. And of course, we do have some markets that are ridiculously overpriced. Uh, again, as I mentioned, LA is way up on the list. San Francisco is one of the highest. And um, Seeing if there's any other ones here. Sorry, as I'm scanning through the list here, there's a lot to look at. But those are probably the biggest ones. And, uh, you know, you got to think not only with a more expensive apartment, but if the rates go up by a higher percentage, those those percentages are increasing rapidly. And these things are getting rapidly unaffordable. So you have to almost consider if you're getting rate increases or things like that in your apartment that you should look at building. You should look at buying a home if nothing else, because you do, when you build or buy a home, there still is a mortgage interest deduction. Even though it was changed in the tax code, you can deduct up to $750,000 of uh, a home value on on your mortgage. Uh, If you obviously do the standard deduction, uh, that's a double standard deduction now. So that's kind of interesting, as well as always understand that when you have a mortgage payment, you're putting principal towards this home that you bought and that money you know continues to add up so it's like having a little savings account and you can typically on let's say a four or five hundred thousand dollar house you can accumulate about six to seven thousand dollars easily in equity that when you sell that house you can get that out and you can use that to buy something else whereas in a rental you don't get any equity you as soon as you're out of the rental you don't have anything left to show for unless you've been saving money outside of that. So, you know, really the best way to build wealth is to own a home. Sometimes you got to start with something that's maybe not as desirable. I know it's tempting as you see some of these new apartments coming out out there with all brand new features in it. But, you know, when you start seeing those higher rental payments, 
you've got to at least take a look at a home and see if that's a viable option because, again, with the tax deductions and the um, the down payment and the equity that you're going to build in a home, it can be very worthwhile to someone. So I encourage all younger people, you know, sometimes renting is the only option, especially if it's a new city or a place that you're not sure of or a job that you're not certain of. That makes sense. But as you get established, as you move up in your career, you are going to want to get out of those apartments sooner rather than later and look at investing in a home because you will be better off financially. You will accumulate a lot more wealth. And uh, it also gives you some flexibility too because a lot of times you can borrow against your house or do different things to um, you know, move things around as you need to, as your life changes. And it's nice to have that asset. And it's not only an asset that you use, but it's an asset that you... Um, may see growing value as well. You can turn around and sell it, not only the equity that you built in from your payments, but if the value of that home goes up, you can turn around and sell it and you know, go with a nicer home or pull that equity out and, and, and buy a different property and uh, maybe even reduce your payment. So lots of different things that you can do when you own a home and you're not at the mercy of a landlord. As you can see, most of these rental rates are going up throughout the country. Be aware of it. Keep an eye on it. And uh, it, it's interesting also to contrast, if you go back to the, the other podcast that I did, the cities that people are moving out of, you see the same cities that are seeing declines in rental rates are also the same cities that people are getting out of housing. So pretty interesting stuff and seeing these trends on a national level, it, it's pretty interesting to look at that and see what's going on there. So I hope you guys have found this episode of The Home Building Hero to be super informative and uh, hopefully you got something out of it. Uh, if you have any questions and uh, want to reach out to us, we certainly encourage you to send a message through our website or you can also email me, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com or I also encourage you to find me on Twitter and that is building underscore hero. So at building underscore hero on Twitter, you can send me a message, make sure to follow and uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast because we got new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday and Friday loaded with information about housing, renting, building design, you name it, I got you covered. So thank you again for tuning in to the Home Building Hero and we'll talk to you guys very soon.